make sure you got your pen out, make sure you got your notebook out, and let's dive into this stuff. Now, we talked about this hook story offer. I'm going to show you how that plays out in all marketing. Any marketing person would tell you that. It's not unique information. But the way we put it inside the funnel and the kinds of sequences we use to, to get to things matters. And we're, you know what? We're used to selling a product. We really are. That's what we've been trained to do. Sell this firewall. Sell this MSP offer, which is not really an offer. It's really a product. I mean, it's, a, you know, it's one thing. And, and maybe you customize it for a given audience. Or maybe you've got three different types or whatever it is. But it's, it's essentially a product sale. It's the same thing, okay? Now, in the hook story offer, what I want to do is I, I want to look at the end. In fact, when I build a funnel, I don't start with my landing page. I start with the big thing at the end. So if you've been through a higher end funnel that I run, like my book, to my audio book, to my security sales mastery program, and if you've been with me any length of time, perhaps you know that that funnel has changed. Over time, I've changed what I offer in the sequence. I'm gonna show you why I changed the sequence and how that should all work. But I always like to go to the end first and think, well, what is my offer? And on each page, what is my offer? Because once I know what my offer is, then I can look back and think, well, what's the story? What's the thing that's going to compel them to want to do this? And we get into the story, we'll talk about some of the science behind that. And then, and I hope for some of you that'll be kind of review. And then we'll get into how do I create my hook? How do I get people interested in doing this? And then later on at the end of today, we'll be talking about traffic sources and how to get different kinds of traffic to come to you and opt in. So you can market to those people. And we'll talk a little bit about retargeting marketing strategy and that sort of stuff, but we won't have much time to do that. And then we'll work through it over the quarter. And I'll even, I'm gonna show you the tools I use. You don't have to use my tools, but I'll, I'll get, show you some other options as well, or at least point you to those, okay? So let's focus for a minute. And on your paper, write down hook story offer. And underneath that, write offer, because that's what we're gonna focus on right now. And we wanna be thinking about, how do I create an offer that's in a funnel? What does that really look like? now? The guy who showed this to me recently went through this little thing, and I really appreciated this. This was Russell Brunson, um, and I'll tell you what, he, I don't know if I really would be in business, at, at least not at the level I'm at, if it weren't for Dan Kennedy's organization, who pointed me to the people who put their training online the way I did, and then built coaching into it. It was another woman from Russia whose name I can't remember, who I met through the Dan Kennedy circles, who said, man, you gotta, you gotta put this coaching in there. Most people don't do that. And so as a result, they just get these training things. They never actually go through them. There's no accountability and there's no one to really ask questions of and it doesn't actually ever get implemented. And then Russell Brunson showed me how to reach out to people because he was a student of Dan Kennedy's also. And so he showed me how to create funnels, pointed me to the software. I've been working on these funnels for about five years. And then they pointed me to Kim Walsh Phillips who is a Facebook expert. And I'll tell you what, she is an expert too in Facebook for sure. So I don't claim to be the Facebook expert, but I have studied their stuff. I definitely know how to build them. My funnels are doing well, my ads are doing well, but I don't wanna take all the credit for that. I didn't just come up with this stuff. I studied under these people. I paid them thousands of dollars, went to their conferences, read their books, had coaching from them, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. In fact, I'm going to Kim Walsh's, Phillips's uh, home in Atlanta, Next month, she has a big workshop uh, going on there, and I'm going to be there. Big workshop. There's going to be like 12 of us. So you can probably imagine it's an expensive workshop. It's very hands-on to get into the deeper things. So 
all that, let's dive into this for a second. So here's what Russell showed me, and I found this fascinating because I do a lot of webinars, I do a lot of online selling, selling and all that sort of stuff, but I'm also working with people who are doing lunch and learns, and we need to convert them to something, an assessment. It's been a good conversion tool, but we can improve that. We have people wanting to do webinars, but converting to an assessment on a webinar doesn't work very well. If you've ever tried, not an not a easy way to convert. And so there's other things we can do. So this concept is so amazing to me, all right? So I wanna show you what Russell Brunson did to sell this Greatest Showman video, good movie by the way, for $97, okay? So you can take this. And by the way, interestingly enough, I've got three, four. I have, I have four kids, you know, I have seven kids, right? I have four of my kids right now are building funnels and creating offers. In fact, one of my sons last night, he didn't even have anything to sell yet. He signed up for a sales tax ID <laughs> because he is determined to find something to sell through a funnel because he's looking at this, he's going, wow, this is fascinating. Now he's in your business, by the way. He's a systems engineer working for a managed service company, you know, going on site and doing all the support work and handling trouble tickets and all that kind of stuff. That's what he does for a living. But in the evening, he's like, man, I want to build a funnel. I mean, you know, <laughs> if this really works, uh, you know, sure, I like this technology stuff, but this is exciting. And you know what? It is exciting. This is, this is way more exciting than supporting trouble, closing trouble tickets around, you know, somebody has a password reset or an email problem or whatever. Okay. So here's what he does. He takes this video and he goes, I'm going to sell this to you for $97. And of course, you can go on Amazon or at Walmart. It's actually cheaper. At Walmart, you can get this thing for $12.95. Okay. Simple DVD video. Who, who even watches DVDs anymore? Isn't everything digital now? I think I would just go to Amazon and I would download it. I don't know. Or just add it to my library. You don't even download it, right? Okay. So he takes that and he goes, okay, we are going to sell this for $97. So here's what I'm going to do. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go out. I wonder if there are any books written by P.T. Barnum. Now, P.T. Barnum, if you've seen the movie, was a big entrepreneur, right? He was really a, a creator of how do, I, how do I do something really cool? And he, of course, you know, if you listen to any entrepreneur speak, they all have a story. And they all have a story that has some big failure in it where they're just like down and out, about to lose everything. And some of them do lose everything, but then they recover and they make it back and they do something really good about it, okay? Even Steve Jobs, if you read his book, you know, he's got some of those real dips in his life, even being fired from Apple, just cast out, you know, and then all of a sudden they want them back, you know, and it, it's a fascinating story. There's a lot of things about Steve Jobs we learned that we don't necessarily like, but there are some aspects of him, the tenaciousness and the, um, I guess it's the tenacity, right? The tenacity and the creativity of this guy is to be noted, okay? So then he goes out online and, you know, there's, there's books from these older guys that have, that were published that are too old. I forgot how many years old it has to be. I think it's 120. After 120 years, the copyrights are gone and anybody can publish this book. So one of the things Brunson said he, you know, he would do, he didn't do this, but he said, you know, here's, here's what I would do. If I wanted to do this, I would download this book, PDF format, and I would republish it, get it printed. So I got a hard copy book. Okay, so there we go. I got a book by P.T. Barnum on how to build a business. Let's say the art of getting money. All right. And then I might include some of the other, a couple of other ebooks. 
I pulled down a couple here. The, we have the art of getting money. There's two different versions, but one of them is a video audio book. So we got that. We've got the hard copy book. We got that. And then we have a PDF of another book, the first years of, and we, we can give them that book in, in that format. And I could even, if I wanted to, if I wanted to take the time to do it and even make it more expensive, I could take one of these eBooks and I could actually annotate it if I wanted to. I've seen people do that as well because it's, it's not copyright protected anymore. You can do anything you want with this. And then he went online to YouTube. He got the audio book. You can download that. The Art of Getting Money is, is right there. So you can get that. And then he went and found a couple of videos, like an interview. It's audio, but it's on there, right? Black and white, that kind of thing. And so he packages this together and he puts a name on it, right? The success kit or the entrepreneur success kit, PT Barnes entrepreneurial success kit. He brands it and he puts a price tag on it. Now, if he just sticks this out on a website, nobody's going to buy it. But if he has some kind of funnel that starts out with, you know, seven things successful entrepreneurs do when they start a business. And then he markets that to people who are interested in businesses. Uh, he gets a list of people who are uh, getting tax ID numbers or something like that. And he creates a lookalike audience in Facebook and he markets to those people. They come there, they download the seven things, they go to a next page and that next page has a video going, tell, talking to him about what that is, how to use it, where it came from and how cool this guy is. And that you ought to get his kit because he has a lot of the secrets in it, far more than seven that are going to help you and motivate you to build this business and make it successful. And all of a sudden he's got this product. Now it's not going to be useful or interesting to uh, perhaps this guy over here who's a doctor and he's like way past thinking about stuff like that. And, you know, perhaps this person over here who is like a homeschool mom, you know, she's not thinking about this either, but then they've got this guy over here, like my son, who's thinking about, Hey, I want to start a business. How do I get started? What do I do? Hey, this is pretty cool. You know, I think I'll buy that. Or actually the average person who starts a business today is in their 30s and 40s. They're working for some company, they're tired of it, and they want to go out and do something new, and they're not sure how to get started, and they come across a landing page. They have money because they've been working. They're, they're in a career, and they can spend $97. It's not a big deal to them, so they buy it. Okay, that's how, this, that's how the thinking goes. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this up, because it's not about your business, is I wanted to show you the packaging here. And I want to take this a step further. I want to show you what I do. Okay. So here is a, a real picture from one of my funnels. Okay. And I don't remember even what offer this is. This is like some big offer where I put a bunch of stuff together, which probably some of you have. I, you know, I got the marketing success kit on here, the security sales mastery program. I have my ebook on here, which you can give to your clients. I got my security assessment template in here. I've got, um, uh, some of the trainings from some of the stuff in here. I've got some uh, interviews from CISOs and CIOs and some live programs and uh, my app. Okay, so I, I, I took this stuff together and I put, an, I put a label on it. You know, I thought, okay, if I'm trying to do this, if I'm trying to like, like I have a program, right? MSP Transformation, which some of you are in, have purchased, right? And, and I said, hey, if you want to change your business, these are the programs that I would go to first, I package them together and I put a price tag on them, okay? It's an offer. And what that does is it's, it's, not, it's a whole different mindset than selling a training class. It's bundling something together to give them a process, a solution to something. Now, 
Here's one that I worked on with one of my clients, which really got him and his team excited. And, and this, this will help some of you because I'm sure some of you have tried this. I'm sure some of you use ID agent or something like it, dark web scans and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's what he was using, ID agent. Okay. And he was out there trying to get people to want to do this as the assessment. Now, this is not the assessment I recommend doing in a lunch and learn or something like that. But he was trying to do it like online on websites or on uh, uh, webinars and that kind of thing. And I've had several clients try to do something like this. I've had other people do lunch and learns and convert to an ID agent scan. And the conversion didn't go that well. I had one guy convert 60%. He did the house in the cloud message. He converted 60%. He might be on here today. I don't know. And converted 60% of his, his attendees to an ID agent scan. I think he had 25 or 30 people in the meeting. So it's a good number. But he said, you know what? They didn't end up doing the scan. A lot of them didn't. I forgot how many he ended up doing, but it was like two. Okay. There's always people who drop out. I mean, when I say I converted 100% to an assessment in a given lunch and learn, it doesn't mean that the company went out and did, a lunch, did an assessment for every one of those people because while the event converted, the sales follow-up may not have kept the conversion, right? There's always a, a second thought when I get home. And if you don't execute exactly right, you find that people suddenly they have a second thought. Eh, I don't think we're going to do that. We're too busy right now. You know, whatever it is. We felt that emotion in the meeting, but we're not going to do it. Okay. Anyway, so back to the idea. So he's going to do this, but he's going to do it on a webinar. Now, when I go speak at a live event and I convert an audience, if I'm converting for a security risk assessment, I'm converting around 100%, you know, 99 point something percent right now. It used to be 75% over the 10 years. And, you know, so we're at 99%. We've, we've grown. It's a good conversion. When I'm in a one-on-one -on -one meeting, and I've had companies retain me to go on sales calls with them and that sort of thing, I don't do much of that anymore, but, but I did early on when I wasn't quite as busy. And I was converting 50%. And I always tell people that conversion goes way down because you don't have the same energy and emotion in the room. But when you go to a webinar, when I do a webinar, you know, 100 people sign up for it. 50% of those show up for, I think the average is 40%, but my average is a little bit higher. It's about 50%. And I use the strategy that webinar jam taught me really cool, but I'm not using their product anymore. Okay. But then I find that the conversion rate goes way down. If I convert 20%, I'm happy. All right. Now, how do we get that conversion rate up? Well, this guy wants to convert to ID agent. And when I looked at that, I thought, you know, a, you might convert 20%, but you probably won't. And B, half of those people or more won't even do it. So that's not a solution. That's not an offer. That's a product. Okay. So let's do something else. Let's package something and let's put a, a label on it. Let's call it something and put together the ebook that I wrote, which you have access to in the execution plan. Give them a hard copy book. I mean, if these are qualified people and you got 30 people on your webinar and they are in your region and you could actually do something with them, wouldn't you be willing to send them a hard copy book, send them my book, Digital Money, because it parallels the message you just gave them with the house in the cloud or give them something else. I mean, I'm not really just trying to sell digital money books. I don't make a whole lot of money on that. If you buy a, a box of them, I give you a, such a discount that I can't even really eat out at McDonald's with the, with the income from it. But the point is, it's a hard copy thing, and people like books, even though they don't really read them anymore, interesting enough. And then let's throw in some interviews or something 
maybe some CISO interviews, or depending on what market you're calling on, business owners or something like that, where you're talking about security with either industry leaders or somebody who you know, is worth hearing from, like a business leader who's done something interesting. Sometimes you see larger companies invite one of their key clients to talk about what they did in their data center on stage at a sales meeting or something like that, right? That's what this would be like, something like that packaged in there. And also we're gonna throw in this ID web agent thing so we can tell you if you actually have, you know, stuff on the, on the dark net that is yours that you should be worried about. And for, and, and here's the, I don't have this, I don't have this on a spot. Oh yeah, I do. I did, I did add it, okay. Bonus, okay, people love bonuses. And sometimes the bonus is the thing that just throws them over the edge for the first 20. Let's say I have 25 people on the, on the web. I'm, I'm only gonna convert 20% of them, but nobody knows how many people are on the webinar at that moment, because you, know, you turn that off when you're doing this type of webinar. So yeah, I mean, it could be 1,000 people, right? For the first 20 people that sign up, we are gonna give you on-site user awareness training for your entire team. Now, that, is a conversion tool right there. Because there's something in there that everybody wants. I don't know what it is. One person wants the scan, one person wants the book, somebody else wants the interview, and some people want the on-site user awareness training. And what is that user awareness training? That's me coming on site, not me, but you. It's you going on site and showing them the house in the cloud, okay? package in a user awareness training program to get everybody realizing what it means to have a phishing email come in and not have the proper detection and response and then driving them to the mindset or the belief system that, you know what, we really ought to assess our security because we really could be in trouble. And when I've got five or 10 people sitting in a room going through this material, I get them all excited about this. And I, and then I offer to the leader of that business, by the way, you know, we'd like to come in and do a risk assessment for you guys that converts okay you know what we'll waive we will waive the fee okay normally we charge five thousand dollars for this we'll come in we'll do it for free okay that's conversion i've given you an offer that really makes sense so see what i did i took a bunch of things and i packaged it together to make the value high make the value worth five or ten thousand dollars or something big and then i said i'm going to give these to you for hardly anything now you know what's really cool as we get into this funnel thing over the course of today, I wanna to show you that you actually could put some of these packages together and you could actually charge money for them. I mean, why not? You could, if, if you get your funnel working, you could advertise this thing nationwide and just pull in a few thousand dollars plus leads, but you don't wanna call on people that are across the nation, but you could actually pull in a few thousand dollars in, in some kind of digital product sale nationwide and it would pay for your advertising so you're spending you know fifty dollars a day a hundred dollars a day kim wall spends like fifteen thousand dollars a day by the way in facebook ads and she gets it all back okay so that is really and when you you know you get to that level and so you're selling something on there that's digital and people buy it and why not right it's just added income something your company could do it's easy to produce stuff like that doesn't cost you any money, it just pays for the advertising. But it helps you build your list because all these people go into your list. And if you target market in your Facebook ad, you specify what geography you want this thing to reach out to, you're gonna get prospects in that region. It actually works, I'm telling you it works because it's working for me, okay? I can, I can specify certain profiles and when I do that, Facebook really is 
pretty sophisticated in figuring out who it is I want to market to and reaching those people. So that's where we want to head. All right, now, little exercise here. And we got like 15 minutes before we break for lunch. It's a couple of minutes more than that. And what I want you to do is I want you to take a minute and I want you to think of a hobby or it could be a household item or it could be, which could even be like the, but you can't use the greatest showman thing or something in your business like ID agent. And I want you to think of some other things that you would package in there. And I'll tell you what I would love. Of course, I know this never works, but I would love it if some people just chatted a short list of things that they would package together in our chat box. But I'm, gonna, I'm just going to uh, just turn my video off for like five minutes. And I really want, don't go do email, okay? Really do this just for five minutes. Just spend five minutes so you can get a feel for what it would be like and just brainstorm a little bit and put a heading on it. What would you call the thing, okay? Okay, so hopefully... Uh, Everybody thought about that, and I just got a, I got a question, but I didn't get anybody's offer in here necessarily. So uh, somebody asked me a question, like when I sell digital money, by the way, is the book uh, that is customer facing. You know, I, I had somebody buy like 100 house in the cloud books one time, and then they told me they were gonna give them to their clients. It's like, you don't wanna give them to your clients. It's a sales book, right? You want digital money is the house in the cloud message presented to your clients. So that's the book to do. Um, then some, and then, so they asked, do I give special uh, pricing? Yes, I do. In fact, uh, I just had somebody order uh, 500 house in the cloud books for, that was a partner for resellers. But, um, but a lot of people have given away uh, digital money books as part of the lunch and learn uh, events and that sort of thing that we've done. So um, yeah, absolutely. And you just email us at coaching at stelzel.us. Hannah takes care of that. She can give you special pricing. And, you know, we're not, we're not here to make money on that book. We really, it's really a tool for you. So we pass along a tremendous discount on, on books like that if, you, if you're buying a, you know, a box of, them, uh, you know, 15, 20, 30 or more. So um, if anybody has a, an offer, feel free to throw that into the uh, chat box. Love to see that. Uh, but if you don't, it's okay. But I, as we go through the process, we're definitely going to be creating those. Some of the things that have, have come up in some of the coaching uh, conversations recently have been things like, um, you know, things that are interesting to people, but they're not all that profitable. Like I have one client who's working with uh, passwords, right? Password vaults and that sort of thing. That's not, you know, there's not a lot of money in that uh, for anybody, really. But people are interested in it. Once you start educating people on the fact that, uh, this guy's using a tool online, which is like $4 subscription per month, and he can look up your name, and chances are, hi, by the way, because he's done it with a lot of his clients, their password is in the dark web, because they haven't changed it in a long time, and they don't understand how it got there, but they're using the same password for Yahoo or you know some other site they got hacked, and they're using it across many different things, and so he'll pull up their you know email address and go, well, is this one of your passwords? Yeah, that, that, I use that password on a bunch of things. And so he's, you know, he's using that in the context of a funnel and it's part of an offer and he's built something else called the security accelerator kit or something like that, which has a bunch of little pieces to it. Um, so a lot of things you can do with, with your own recorded videos, with a book, you can pull videos off of YouTube. Those are public domain, so you can use them. You can't change them. You can't sell them, 
okay? But you can point people to them and use them, okay? In this public domain, you can definitely sell, okay? So you can republish somebody's book if it's public domain. And if it's not public domain, like my book, then you can buy it at a discount. And if it's high quality leads, it's worth it. Because if you can turn that in, if you can turn some percent, and that's what marketing is all about. It's about spending money so that a percent will convert and then making sure that it's at least break even. Because if, if it breaks even or even costs me a little bit of money, I'm getting leads on my list. And I'm just trying to get the price down per lead. But what is a lead worth long term? If I have some kind of conversion strategy over the long haul in place, and I'm converting some percent of my leads into something over some period of time, it works, okay? It's worth getting those leads. So that's the way we have to be thinking when we start marketing stuff, all right? Now, we're gonna be talking here about different offers and that stuff and how that fits into the funnel context. Um, but just in the last five minutes that we have here, I just wanna run through a quick uh, concept called offer sequencing. Okay, so we haven't gotten into the funnels yet. We're gonna get into those uh, after lunch, after lunch on the East Coast, coffee break on the West, whatever. But the sequence matters, and I've already alluded to that, right? That when I said, you know, uh, can you sell that video with the $97 package from PT Barnum, can you just go out and advertise that for $97 on Amazon or on eBay? Probably not. But when you sequence things properly, it works. And there's a lot to sequencing, okay? So if you look at my funnels, I'm telling you, I've been studying different people that you know specialize in this stuff, especially Russell Brunson, read all of his books, been to conferences online, bought, I bought tons of training programs that he's done, a lot of repeat stuff, but you know, it's, it's fun to listen to, and, and he's, he's, he's brilliant. And he has, I have books of his that uh, show different you know, A, B split tests, and who won, and why, and uh, I, I'm in his coaching program, so I get materials from him every month where he analyzes and hacks into funnels and, you know, not security hacking, but he, you know, goes through the funnel. He spends his own money to buy this set of products that he can go through the guy's funnel and take snapshots of all his stages so that he can analyze it and tell you what's good about it, what's not good about it. Okay. Um, all right. So somebody did, and uh, Christian, appreciate you sending in here. Okay. So he's got a hobby idea. And he's going to sell this thing online. So if your uh, MSP business or your security business doesn't work out, you can go out and you can sell BB guns. Okay. So he's got this BB gun rifle and he's got a scope mount that he's going to put in there plus a scope. And he's got a tote bag that he's going to put in there and he's got a poster of them. And then he's got a bonus, which is going to be some kind of video and all that's going to be packaged together so that there's this, you know, it's not just the gun. So, and the, the cool thing is a lot of these things may not cost that much, but if I can pull in things that don't cost me a lot and raise the value of the thing, that's the, that's a key thing right there. So if Christian could add some kind of, uh, he's got Christmas story movie DV, but that doesn't seem to fit into the, the gun theme. I don't think, I don't see how it does. I think instead I would change my movie to some kind of uh, training course, like safety awareness course. And because it's a BB gun and it's a starter package, I would probably market this to moms, right? So I would have a landing page that I presented to moms and, <laughs> oh, somebody gets this, their eye shot out. I don't think I would, 
I don't think I would give them a movie where somebody get their eyes shot out. I think instead I would go back to the moms. See, the mom is the one who's going, I don't think he's ready for a BB gun. He's going to shoot somebody in the eye with that thing. So, <laughs> so what I want to do is I want to, uh, I want to get moms realizing this might be a good opportunity to teach my children gun safety. And so we've got this video training course that teaches them all about gun safety. And we've got this gun safety poster that comes with it and has all the key rules. You know, what's the, what's the first rule of, of, of a gun? Always assume it's loaded, right? That, isn't, that, isn't that rule number one? I'm pretty sure it is. I, had to, I know I had to take the hunter safety test. Always assume it's loaded, right? And then, uh, you know, never point it at anybody. Um, now, I'm going to market this to moms, not kids, because moms have the money, and they're the ones who are sitting at home going, I don't think we're going to buy this. And, you know, the dad's going, oh, come on, it's okay, it's fine, get the kid a BB gun, right? And the mom's like, oh, I think he's going to shoot our window out, or, you know, just going to be out there shooting around. So I'm going to market this to them, and I'm probably going to have a lead magnet that has, like, the five things you should do before you buy your son a BB gun, knowing that he wants a BB gun. He wants to go out there and start shooting stuff. And she's like, yeah, there's five, there's five things that we need to do before we get one of those. And so I'm online and I'm searching, you know, what do you think about getting a BB gun for my son? And I come across this ad, five things. I download it and, you know, up pops a video and says, I'm glad you downloaded this. Let me review these five things with you right now in case you don't have time to read them. And then I start going through the importance of these five gun safety rules. Number one, it is important that you make sure that you understand this gun is always loaded. You should teach your children that all guns are loaded at any point in time, even if they are toy guns. Never point a gun at anybody, even if it's a toy gun. And you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I move into my thing. While you're here, you're probably here because you think or you're thinking about getting or your son is asking for a BB gun. Is that a good idea or not? Well, here's a great way to make that decision. And by the way, I put together this program for you at a special offer that's going to teach you gun safety, have posters to remind your son of the rules you can hang on his wall, and boom, 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 all these different things. And we're also going to include the BB gun starter kit with the gun, the scope, you know, and even ammunition, okay, and, and, the, and the lock to put on the trigger. Okay, you should have put that in there, Christian. Okay, so suddenly we've taken something that would be sitting in Walmart and people would be price shopping, and we've put it online in this package, and we've marketed it to a specific audience, that has a need, okay? And it totally, and eye protection, thank you, Sean, okay? Eye protection in that whole thing, right? So all this stuff is in there now, and it's saying to mom, it's okay now. You can buy the thing, and I'm gonna show you how to introduce this to your son and how to keep them safe so they don't get hurt in the whole process. And at the end, they're gonna know what they're doing, and they're gonna be safe with the thing. So in, in putting together the offer, that's what we're trying to get. And we're grabbing traffic and we're trying to lead them down the road to an offer. And the whole point of a funnel really is to break down the barrier that sits between you and someone else who's, you know, not ready to buy. They don't necessarily know you. And, you know, we hear the word sales funnel, sales process comes to mind. We go in, we build rapport, we have a dozen meetings. But the truth is most sales process most sales funnels aren't really funnels they they're they're really people going to meetings asking a bunch of questions trying to find somebody who wants to do something and then proposing and that's why the sales cycle is so long 
So what we're trying to do in, a, in an online funnel is we're trying to duplicate the sales process in digital form, but we're we have to be a whole lot more succinct. We can't, we can't have a bunch of meetings. And if you look at my conversion blueprint, you'll see that the whole point of this process right here is to cut out the thousand meetings and golf games and free t-shirts and, and all the stuff that happens in the sales meetings here, the six months you know, sales cycle, and instead to go out, grab traffic, find the people who want to hear your message, share your message with them, an educational message that compels them to realize they probably need an assessment. Everybody else goes on your marketing list. They're back up here in the message box. You continue to market to them in some automated fashion that takes very little bit of your time, and you got the few people kind of segmented out, highly qualified people, ready to hear your message. And you're going to share the message in an effort to convert them over to the next box. And that's it. Okay. And if they don't convert, they're kind of back into the marketing process. You don't, you don't go around in circles in the education box. In the sales funnel, we kind of got the same thing. Okay. We really just want to get the people who are interested and drive them toward a sale. So in order to do that digitally, you know, I'm extracting somebody who doesn't even know who I am, or maybe they've heard of me, maybe, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm just reaching out, marketing, right? And I'm just sort of like sending out letters to everybody or emails to everybody in the whole world or in my whole region. And I'm doing it through some vehicle like Facebook or LinkedIn, or, and we'll talk about a little bit about the differences of some of those uh, tools, maybe later on. But they're not ready to buy. I can't, I can't throw a $97 product in front of them, and I definitely can't throw a $2,000 managed service program in front of them. They're just they're not ready for that. And so what I'm hoping to do in this sales funnel is I'm hoping to give them something that helps them somehow that's free or easy to get or, or wanted and super inexpensive and then lead them up a path so that I can kind of break down the barriers along the way and build some trust, some credibility, and hopefully get to the point of a sale. So in this, uh, in this slide right here, this is called sequencing, and don't miss this, okay? I only got one slide, really. I mean, I got, a I got a couple of slides on sequencing, but not many, okay? Like three or four slides here, and then we're done with this segment. But segmenting is not easy, okay? So don't over... Don't, uh, don't make this too simple in your mind. Realize this is, this is the hard part right here. In fact, Russell Brunson, who is the founder of ClickFunnels, which is the, the tool I use, and there's other ones, lead pages, and there's other ones besides that. When he goes on site to a client, and he does do that, okay, you can hire him to come to your company, and he will lay out, not build your funnel. He's not gonna program it for you. He'll point you to the software, and he'll show you how to use it. But when he comes on site, all he's coming for is to help you identify what your big offer is and then lay out a sequence that's gonna take people from online traffic to buying the big thing. And in three, four, five, however many steps it takes to get there. And he's gonna charge you, get this, $100,000, okay? $100,000 to come on site for one single day and lay out the sequence. He's not gonna program it for you. Now, most people take the opposite strategy. They go out and they hire a web developer. You probably have a website. 
you probably hired a web developer or maybe you have one internal to build that site and you probably didn't think much about the sequence of it what's on the front page where it goes other than some organization well let's see we want some we want some uh, a main menu here uh, everybody else has like about uh, solutions uh, contact blog um, you know maybe two or other two or three other things and you know everybody's website looks kind of the same and and make it look cool okay and then uh, maybe I write some copy and hand that to my uh, web developer or maybe big mistake I let him or her write the copy for it huge mistake don't do that Okay, and then they build this site and it looks pretty and it does nothing. The strategy, the sale is in the sequence, not in the art. Okay, the art kind of helps it if you understand what art grabs a hold of somebody. For instance, Facebook ads that have red, black, and white in them tend to convert better than Facebook ads that have yellow, blue, and say green in them. Why? I don't know. I just know that marketing people out there have studied that, tried it, tested it, and have come back and said, you know what, you want some red in your ad. You'll see I have red in my ads. Okay, and they're converting. They're converting quite well. So how does the sequence look here? Well, you've got some different sort of predetermined steps, and you can only have so many steps in a funnel before your your prospect gets tired of the whole thing. And by the way, we're going from 1.30 until 3 o'clock. So East Coast time, just to sort of get everybody prepared for that. And so, um, and so in the uh, in the sections I've laid out here, the preframe is really the landing page. I, I should I could have wrote landing page, but I'm trying to in my landing page, I'm trying to get them interested and kind of set them up for what happens after that. It's free. Okay, they're going to come to my landing page, and they're going to make a decision to convert or not convert. Now, where does that thing sit and what is that thing? It, can, it should be everywhere, okay? Get to my landing page from everywhere, advertisers, all that kind of stuff. But I want to put links into my blog post, into my letter. So a preframe is the initial hook story offer. So in my blog post, for instance, I might be writing a blog post about how easy it is for a hacker to get a hold of your password. In fact, it's probably on the dark web. And if you use this tool right here, 99% of the time, you're going to find your password in the dark web if you just type it into that tool and it will search. Tool costs four bucks. If you want to sign up, check it out, do it and see if it's out there. Chances are it is. Okay. And then a link, by the way, here's 10 things you need to consider when creating a password that's secure or something okay it, it, that's what you do or in a newsletter you've got an article about something with a qr code or a link that somebody's going to go to i'm talking about a hard copy newsletter or an insert on your website there should be boxes and questions out there we're going to look at a couple of options in a little bit that go that entice the person to go to your landing page videos on youtube with a description underneath or you can even embed a or put a link into the video itself that people go to Okay, those are good preframes because what they do is the person's not opting into anything. They're reading content, they're watching content, either on a blog, a social media post, inside a newsletter, on a website, or they're watching a video on YouTube or Vimeo or, or embedded video on something, a letter, an email that came out, or even in your email itself or your I'm out of the office email response, auto response. 
you might have a paragraph in there that says, you know, if you're calling about this or if you're, you know, I'm not here, but if you're hitting this issue, you know, while I'm away, check this out. Okay. It's a pre-frame because I'm getting the person sort of thinking about it. Hey, yeah, I, I'd kind of like to know that. I, I, you know, here I read this article and that sounds interesting. And I think I'd like to get, you know, see what they're, what that's all about. So I go to the site. Now I'm on the landing page. The landing page offers me things to subscribe to to get for free. So this first page generally should be free. Now you'll see that I have a couple of funnels out there. I have the free assessments. I've got other funnels too, but the, the two primary ones are my assessment. That's what, those are my high conversion and my dollar book. Now I can tell you right now that my dollar book funnel was not built for cold traffic. It doesn't convert well in cold traffic. However, if I retarget my assessment, I mean, even sitting here, I don't know how many, you know, I, you know, I just pull up my email here in the last couple of minutes. Are there downloads to my one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Since this morning, uh, you know, since we started this class, I've had six downloads of my assessment, cold traffic, Facebook ad. That's what that particular, those messages are from. They're from Facebook ads. All right. So I'm getting leads while I'm sitting here and I'm offering them a free PDF. Now, when you look at the free downloads, there's a lot of things you could put out there. You could put a checklist of things, an infographic, some kind of guide for something. You could offer them a webinar to, to sign up for. You could give away a product. You could send them an ebook. You could have some kind of single page PDF download. There's all kinds of things you could do. And you know what? The answer to which is best is usually an A-B split test. I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna try that, see what works. But in general, the very first lead magnet for cold traffic is a single page or a very simple mine's mine's not single page it's nine pages but it's a but it doesn't sound like it's big it's little it's a template okay a template a guide a checklist those are good initial lead magnets okay those are good now a good follow-up email uh thing they've downloaded the thing they didn't respond to your offer but they're on your list an ebook is really good as a follow-up retargeting. My dollar book, people already know who I am, they downloaded my thing, maybe they've received some emails over the next month or so. So if I set up a retarget campaign and I hit those people you know, with a few emails about the assessment template, you download the assessment template, I send you three or four emails over the course of that coming the next four weeks, Doing what? Not selling you anything, but explaining what the template's all about, why this is important, why you ought to not just set this aside somewhere, what it does for you. And then, you know, week five, perhaps, and I'm putting together actually a campaign to do that right now with this particular campaign, because this ad is converting so many. So now I've got, you know, a couple of hundred names. I'm like, okay, I need to retarget these people. And I can get Facebook to send advertisements to them, but I can also just directly email them. I'm going to do both. All right. So, I don't want to put the, the book in the subscribe. I don't even want to put my ebook necessarily, although it's listed. Your best thing to put there is a very simple thing like five ways to make sure you have a secure password or, you know, five ways to know if you've been hacked, five signs that your network's been compromised or that your phone has been compromised or, and it doesn't have to be five, it could be seven, but something small. You don't want like 32 ways, you know, sometimes I see that, 204 ways to market, you know, with email, I, you know, nobody wants to, don't, nobody wants to consume that. Now, 
once that's done, I'm going to take them to something. All right, and we're gonna look at actual funnels and how I do this in a moment. But now I've got their attention, it's a free, it's a simple download, they got the PDF. They got my assessment template. Now, they're gonna, now we're gonna to move to something big. It's, it's a big discount on a product. If you were selling uh, supplements or I've got a, one of my daughters sells like essential oil type products with that are you know, skin things and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and, and in that type of funnel, a lot of times it's good to offer a sample. Okay, so I got uh, a sample for a huge discount. Like I'm gonna, you know, shipping only, free plus shipping is a, you know, is a good way to do something like that. You might have the first thing, the the, the the checklist might be, you know, five ways to know if you have some kind of condition, if you're low in iron or or you need, you know, collagen or I, I don't know something, right? And once they download that thing, it goes to a video. Hey, you know, you downloaded this thing, cool. And now I'm gonna give you a free plus shipping. Uh, offer here to order order one bottle of this stuff, okay? And you go, yeah, okay, I want that. And then the next thing is going to say, hey, we'll send you five more at a discounted price. Okay, and obviously, got to be margin it, special offer. Plus, we're going to send you a bonus, this ebook on how to fix this problem. You know, I don't know, whatever it is. So what I've done is I've gotten the person interested in a simple checklist, and then I then now I've got their attention. I can hit them with a video that explains that thing. It turns out the sequencing here matters. If you have a video first, a lot of times people don't pay attention to it. It doesn't work that well. The download works better for some reason. I don't know why, it just does. But then once I've downloaded something, seeing a video about the thing I downloaded is suddenly interesting because I don't really want to read it. I just downloaded this thing and I'm not really sure what it's all about, but I can watch this five minute video that explains what it's about and all of a sudden it works. Okay, that's what I want. And then I'm gonna upsell and the percentage of percent of conversion is going to go down as I go up. So usually that first thing is free. And of course, I'm paying for the software and I had to create the thing in the first place. The second thing is, is as price so that it self-liquidates the process. And then third is some much bigger offer that only a few will take. And that's fine because I'm really, I'm really wanting to retarget these people anyway. And that's going to change a little bit for your business because you don't necessarily have a product to sell. But what I mentioned earlier is you could have a product to sell. There's no reason why you can't have a little kit in that middle page that they buy. Okay, no reason. So, you know, start thinking that way. Hmm, what could I put in there just to pay? Now, what goes in the sequence? Here's how to think about it. I got this offer that I created. That's the big thing, okay? And I'm gonna work backwards. And, and it's a little bit like an algebra problem here because what I have to figure out is what two things could I put in front of that that would make me want that, okay? So it's like a little bit of a, like a conundrum here, a little backwards thinking because when that person downloads the sheet, the next thing has to be something that I would naturally want because I downloaded this thing. Some level of appetite is now satisfied. I downloaded the sheet. Five symptoms of whether or not I've been compromised. So now I have that. I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, necessarily buy a um, a bigger sheet of ways that I've been compromised or an ebook about ways I've been compromised. I you know I got, I got the sheet. You know, I'm happy now. But if I could do something for less money or faster or easier, so I might offer them a video that shows them all this stuff, so you don't have to study the sheet. I know we just sent you the sheet. However, okay, this is easier. I'm just going to, I'll just give you the video. Okay. If all you got to do is pay me a buck and I'll give you the video, whatever it is. 
Uh, sometimes we do a longer video and it's free, but it's going to take you 45 minutes to listen to it. And some people say videos need to be two minutes long. Well, not at this stage in the funnel because I need an investment. And if it's not going to be money, it's got to be time. And the longer I can get somebody to sit in front of my video, the more likely it is I can draw them into my program and I can sell them something. All right. So when I, when I look at my assessment template, so this is exactly what I do. Okay. Right here. This is, this is it. This is, this is it. Okay. I'm showing you exactly how I market to my uh, cold traffic and bring them into my program. There's a free assessment template. I already told you it's everywhere. It's in my signature. It's in my autoresponder. It's in my blog posts, in my social media posts. It's on Facebook ads. It's everywhere. LinkedIn, it's everywhere. Okay. And people are downloading this thing all day and night, you know, three in the morning, three 30 in the morning. It's being downloaded constantly all over the world. Cause that's, where I call. I call on, I call on planet earth. Okay. <laughs> so it's being downloaded everywhere. I'm only Facebook advertising though to the U S and Canada, uh, just because it's a little bit closer and pretty much everybody speaks English. So it's easy for me to, to work there and it just makes sense to market that way. Now, once they download that thing, I know they've got the report, the assessment template and and a lot of people want that, right? They're out doing assessments and they're not really sure what an assessment should look like. And they're wondering, is there a way to improve it? And this thing's free and this CISSP wrote the thing. So it's worth taking a look at. And, but you're getting this nine page PDF thing sent to you, right? So on the next page, there's an upsell, $47. And it's like a little training program, just about assessments, okay? So what I'm doing is I'm saying, all right, I'm giving you the tool, it's free. But if you pay me $47, I'll explain the whole process to you. I'll show you how to compute the likelihood and I'll, sh I'll show you how to lay it out and I'll, you know, give you examples and I'll show you what questions to ask in your interviews and what kind of data to collect. And, you know, so I'm, I'm going to show you in the form of video and some bullet points and some diagrams exactly how to use the assessment. I've just made it easy. Now you don't have to study the assessment document and try to think, okay, what do I do with this thing? I mean, I, I see how he's got it laid out, but not really sure, you know, it doesn't really parallel the assessment we do. So, sure, I, I, you know, people have started asking me like, uh, what questions do you ask on interviews? Well, they're all in the assessment plan. It's all laid out, okay, it's real simple. Now, once they get that, I've given them this box right here in some fair amount of detail, okay? And it's certainly worth $47. I mean, if you just sold one of these in your entire life, it would, you know, way pay for itself. ROI would be tremendous. And, but what I do in my next page is I introduce you to the whole concept. Okay, I just gave you this piece. But once you get this working, you're going to want more of these. If I can show you how to convert, you know, 50, 60% of these assessments into business, then your problem's not going to be assessments. It's going to be, how do I get more people to do assessments? And it turns out selling a free assessment's not that easy. So I'm going to give you a message where I'm converting 99.7% of my listeners to an assessment. Wow, right? That's big. And once you get that message down, then you're going to want to be able to reach the world with it. Because now we want to go find all the people out there we could possibly find within a hundred mile radius of my office to listen to my message. How do I get to those people? And I'm going to show you the whole process in a program that is built for that kind of thing. And, I, and at this point in my funnel, I don't take them to the Security Sales Mastery Training Program, which is where... I might like to take them. It turns out it's an easier sell to just give them access to all the execution plans. I've tried both. 
Okay, here's an execution plan to do assessments for another dollar, $48 now, I will give you access to 13 execution plans, okay, for $1. And of course, for only for 60 days, and then of course, it's gonna go to the insider circle uh, subscription rate, which is $97 a month. If you're in for less than, if you got in for less than that, it's because you got in before we increased our prices, all right? That funnel right there converts in a profitable manner, meaning, I'm self-liquidating in the middle thing. It's paying for all my Facebook ads. Before I was doing Facebook ads, of course, it, the whole thing was free. I just didn't have that much traffic. But now, you know, I'm getting hundreds of leads. I'm paying for those hundreds of leads, so it's free. And then I'm upselling some people to try membership. And as long as they stay, then it becomes super profitable. And that's a super profitable funnel. Okay, it's a simple sequence. But what I'm telling you here is I tried a bunch of things. And the funny thing about it is I tried a bunch of things in the front end of this thing. And you know, they, some of them worked, some of them didn't, and it, I was kind of struggling. And then I came up with this one. And then I was mentioning this to one of my clients because we were talking about sequencing and we we're looking at his funnel and trying to help him perfect that. And when I mentioned that this is the one that converts, you know what he said to me? He said, well, I could have told you that. <laughs> so there's a lesson. I should have just gone out to my audience and said, hey, if you had a choice of these five different lead magnets, which one would you want? And he said, oh, it's, it's obvious. None, none of those other things are that important to me, but that is critical. I need that. Okay, that's like the big thing. So, and sure enough, that's why it gets downloaded all the time. Everybody wants it. Now, what does everybody that you call on want? That's the thing you have to be thinking about. And it can't be what they need. Okay, that's, that's an important concept. It is not what they need. It's what they want. Now, um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. But I do want to, I want to just take a moment, and I, this, this is probably not in the right order, but this is just where it falls, okay? And I want you just to look at this picture here with the system, right? The insider circle membership and how that's done, okay? Because this is, this is important. This is called an e-cover, okay? These are diagrams that go into your marketing stuff. So if you look online, look at your uh, website and look at some of the graphics and everything, these, these three-dimensional graphics with the screens and everything play well, okay, they really do. So I just wanted to quickly show you, you can get this done on Fiverr, okay? You can just go out to somebody who builds these things for you all day long and they're not that expensive. But I, did, I just wanted to quickly, quickly show you how how simple it really is because there's a lot of people out there that pay you know we'll hire someone on Fiverr and they'll charge them like you know a hundred bucks to make one of those little doodads with a computer in it and I don't want you to pay a hundred bucks <laughs> so I just want to show you how simple it is to create one of those guys okay so um, let me just go to all right and this is not on the right screen so All right, so you might jot this down, Pixlr, P-I-X-L-R, editor, okay, pixlr.com. That's where you go, it's free, okay? And all you do, I mean, it is so easy. So I'm going to open an image from my computer, okay, and I have already downloaded a, um, I've already downloaded what's called a white, a white book cover, okay? 
and they're they're all over the internet. You can get them in stocks, you know, uh, whatever those are called, royalty free. Uh, boy, it sure is slow when you're on a video call. Usually my computer is like really fast. Okay. All right, white box images. All right, and I and I've downloaded tons of these. So, um, so I'm just going to pick. I'm just going to pick a, a book like this. Ah, there it is. Okay, here it is, a box. Okay, and I, I could have picked anything, right? And then I'm just going to add a layer. Open a layer. I'll open an image as a layer. And and go back to my pictures here. All right, and let's just you know we'll just pick something. Uh, we'll make one of these. I don't. It just it could be anything. All right. That came in a whole lot bigger than I was expecting it to. So. Let's see, let's make this a little bit bigger than that. All right. All right, so I'm going to uh, distort this image, free distort. And I'm just going to drag these corners. This box. And save it like that, and that's it. So <laughs> I, I don't know if you've ever had somebody build one of these for you, but that's it, okay? And now I can um, I can file save, okay? And all I do is uh, I'm gonna pick the format. Should always do this in PNG transparent full quality and download it to a file, to a folder where I keep those things. Okay. And that's it. So um, anyway, so I just wanted to show that to you quickly because, you know, people, it, it's, it's important that when they look at the, at the thing that you're advertising or whatever it is, that it looks cool. And if you don't spend the time to make it look cool, then people aren't going to buy it. So, uh, so all my funnels are done like that now. And whatever it is I'm working with, you know, I've got pictures inside. I've got books. If you have an ebook, you can create. You know, I, I've done that same thing with my book. You can do it with ebooks, and that way it, it looks it looks a little more professional than just a flat, you know, graphic of the front cover. And you know, if you have an ebook, it makes sense to take that ebook and dress it up a little bit. You could send it to somebody with fiber and put graphics and stuff into it and just make it look really cool. So right there, that, that just takes you a long way into it. Now, uh, I'm going to go back to my um, slide deck, if I can find it. Here it is. Okay. And I talked about pictures. So, you know, here's a bunch of things that I've built. Here's, here's an ebook. Uh, here's a screenshot and, and put into an iPhone uh, picture, which I downloaded from an art program. 
here's my house in the cloud book that I put onto a white cover, you know, with a shadow and everything. And then I've made CDs and here's a DVD package here. And here's my template. And I've uh, made a little uh, tablet with a thing here. And I've got a, a screen behind that, another screen behind here. I've got the spiral notebook, which is pretty cool. And you'll notice that uh, it's transparent in the spiral so that it layers nicely. You know, I just put all these pieces together in a simple art program. I use Swift Publisher on the Mac, but you know, whatever, whatever program you want to use. And you can just put these things together. And of course, you can have someone do it for you. My point is, if you have someone do it for you, these artistic pieces are not that complicated. So don't let someone charge a fortune to do them. In fact, somebody in your office could probably make them and supply the pictures to someone who's going to build your funnel if you're going to do it that way. So real simple stuff. Now, here's, a important, here's an important concept. What we're doing is we're driving them into a funnel and you might be thinking, well, how does this apply to me? Like I don't sell eBooks and video training and uh, CD DVDs about the greatest showman and stuff like that. I sell managed services. The point is when I reach out to cold traffic, they're not gonna buy managed services. They're not even gonna buy a deep dark web scan from you. They're not gonna buy any of that from you. And so you need something enticing and we haven't looked at hooks yet. Okay, so we'll get there. So just you know, be patient with that. But before we ever get there, I just want you to be reminded of what the Ascension Ladder looks like. And there's an execution plan on Ascension Ladders, by the way, if you ever want to go in there, you can see a little bit more theory in there about this. But I'm just trying to attract them in with a lead magnet and begin the Ascension process. And the further I can get them down my funnel, A, I can pay for my traffic because it costs money to advertise on LinkedIn or, or Facebook. And as I mentioned, Kim Walsh-Phillips is spending $15,000 a month on Facebook ads. So you better believe she wants the Facebook ads to pay for themselves. It's hard to spend $15,000 this month just to get a big list of names that might buy 10 months from now. It is. And it, you just feel a whole lot better if you can have something in your funnel that generates enough cash that, you know, it's 20 bucks a person or 40 bucks a person because per click you're paying money, you know? And so that way it's just self-liquidating. It's free. And once they're in my list, then I can begin to ascend them up into my core, my MSP program, and then up into my more advanced uh, 5X things that I've talked about in the past. You know, the high-end security offerings, the SIM technology, disaster recovery, data center, all those things that I've pre-framed and drawn up into my program. That's where I'm going. 